When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Snyman up to grab the lineout. They shift the angle of attack of them all, powering their way forward and over. To the tail they go for Peter Steff to toy. It's a variation. And over is Quaker Smith. Well, it's been dominant from the Springboks, especially up front. Well, absolutely dominant from South Africa. Damien Willemser named as the man of the match. But the South African pack of forwards did an absolute demolition job here in London. Yeah, interesting choice, Willemser. I thought uh, any number of the forwards, and they used, what did they use, 15 forwards in all in the game. They had a 7-1 reserve bench split, which was quite interesting in itself. That's a hell of a gamble, but when you can introduce a whole forward pack with about 30 minutes to go, uh, quite an incredible tactic. Uh, I wonder if anyone else will follow that. Uh, anyway, uh, we've got to get to uh, England now, and we're going to go to uh, Jamie Wall. Yes, the All Blacks lost to the Springboks and what is now an all-time defeat. Fiji created its own history, 30-22 uh, over England, and Samoa pushed Ireland uh, to 17-13. France stomped the Wallabies, 41-17. Scotland got up over Georgia, 33-6, and the Italians beat Japan, 42-21. So plenty to digest, uh, Jamie, or maybe have a pint with. Good evening to you. How are you? Yeah, good, Smithy. Um, you've got me on uh, the Sunday night before a public holiday here in uh, in London. So we're obviously down at the pub. Um, been here all afternoon, but um, happy to be chatting with you. <laughs> good on you. Wouldn't have it any other way, Jamie. I'm uh, I'm jealous. Uh, I know exactly the kind of setting you're in. So that would be great. Hey, uh, look, two weeks um, two weeks away from the World Cup opener. Of course, back home it's doom and gloom, as you would imagine, when the All Blacks get pummeled like that. What, what is the feeling amongst your crew? Uh, it's not good, mate. It's not good at all. That was a horrible, horrible performance. If you can even call it a performance, because I, I, to be honest, I don't think the All Blacks actually showed up at all. Uh, the Springboks certainly did. Uh, of, they, they, I have to pay tribute to the way they played. Uh, it was a fantastic uh, showing by them in front of what, what really felt like an Ellis Park-like atmosphere. Uh, there was about there was 80,000 people in Twickenham and about I think about 75,000 of them were South Africans so I mean I just I think that the biggest question we have is how the All Blacks got from where they were which was five really good test wins in a row to that which was the, the worst loss in All Black history like, that, that, like let, 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 let that sink in. The worst loss in All Black history. And we've seen some bad All Black performances over the last few years, but that's the worst, like easily the worst. So I, I'm, I'm still actually kind of just trying to process the whole thing. It, it's, it's quite difficult because I, I really don't know what the hell happened uh, on Friday night here. 
Okay, let's look at a couple of individuals who might just be a bit nervous about things. Scott Barrett, yet again. I mean, that was an all. Uh, if that had happened to an All Black forward that close to the ground, we would be crying so loud you couldn't imagine it. So, why did he target Malcolm Marks? What puts a, a guy like that on the ground a, a free a free hit free hit? Yeah, good, great question. I'd love to know because Scott Barrett's been the form All Black all year. He really has. He's been um, he's been a fantastic player for both the Crusaders and the All Blacks. Uh, he's, he's really shown the way forward uh, and the way that the All Blacks should be playing in terms of getting on the did. And, and he, he just... And, the, and the, the, the dumbest thing about it is he's done it before. And that's what's going to cost him the, at the judiciary. He's, he, he's going to go for a skate for this. He's going to be missing probably most of the All Black pool games. He is. Uh, so uh, what about Tyrell Lomax and that injury? What are you hearing there? Yeah, well, that's a little bit more um, uh, complicated because it, it, it sounds like uh, Tyrell's got 30 stitches uh, inside and outside his leg. And that's got to be a very uh, uh, unlucky injury that he's, that he's picked up. It was Damien Williams's boot that did that. Um, but at the same time, the same thing happened to Bowden Barrett earlier this year. So I think that I think the bigger question about that is like, what the hell are these guys wearing on their feet? Like ice skates or, or, or what? Because nothing these days should result uh, from a boot hitting a leg should result in 30 stitches. That's that's disgraceful. It really is. And uh, I think that. Um, when he went down, we all thought it was in some sort of leg injury, like an ACL or, or something like that. But to find out that it was actually like a gash, something that he probably, he really should have been able to get up and play on from. I, I, I think there's there's some questions that need to be asked about around what guys are wearing on their feet. Okay, so uh, Ian Foster has a small window of opportunity here to finalise his roster. Uh, do you any, you see anything changing from this or not? Well, no, because I, I don't see how he can. There's, there's, there's not anyone screaming out for a position uh, in, the, in the wider squad. Uh, I think that the top 15 he put out... And th- this is the most uh, worrying thing about this game, is that that was a top all black 15, apart from perhaps at six, uh, with Luke Jacobson starting and Shannon Frizzell out. But apart from that... That's the top all black side. And they got flogged. They got absolutely wiped out of the game before half time. So I I don't see how he's gonna be able to change anything personnel wise. They just need to actually do something in in in, in the changing rooms and on the training field and say to themselves, Well like we got that one so badly wrong. Uh, how do we how do we fix this? Because if if the Springboks can do that to the All Blacks, France can can probably do even worse because they're a they're uh, probably a better side, but at the same time, you have to hand the Springboks. They had a, they, they came in with a great game plan and they executed really well. So I think that there's a lot of work to do between now and then. Um, uh, now in the first game for the All Blacks, uh, and I don't know if there's enough time to actually fix the deficiencies that they had. 
Jamie, uh, did we also get an indication of how this World Cup is going to be officiated? I mean, 40, 40 minutes of rugby taking an hour complete uh, for the first half. I mean, uh, is this what we're, we've got to get used to? Yeah, I think we do. Um, because, I mean, we were used to it during Super Rugby as well. Uh, I, I think that you've got to strike a balance between an entertainment product and then actually getting the, the decisions right because we saw a fantastic try by Will Jordan that was actually like rightfully ruled out. We saw a fantastic try by Kanan Moody that again was rightfully ruled out because like those decisions were right. And if we're gonna if we're going to accept those as tries and then look back and go, hang on, actually that was really like against the rules or are we going to put up with you know, an extra 20 minutes each half, which one do you want? I think we're going to want to get it right, to be perfectly honest with you. Right, OK. Uh, the other talking point this morning is, of course, uh, Fiji. I'm not sure whether you were able to get back to the ground and uh, take a bit of the taste of this, but this was uh, a fantastic result. They'll be the, the toast of London, wouldn't they? Yep, yep. Actually, I've um, just had a beer with a couple of the Fijian players, uh, and I did watch the game, uh, and they're very, very happy with the way it went. But to, to me, um, the best thing about that result was the fact that they um, uh, were just... they could. Well, Jamie might have dropped out a wee bit there. He just might have dropped out, so uh, we'll just... See if the boys can get him back on uh, that. Obviously, he's in uh, <coughs> one of those wonderfully quaint little uh, English settings uh, on a, what uh, What are we looking at here, on a Sunday night, about uh, quarter past ten. So, yes, I mean, they, they would have been the absolute toast of, uh, certainly of the islands, certainly of, uh, you know, I, I just think it was just such a great result. And when you saw the enthusiasm, I mean, you know, for all intents and purposes, these are friendly warm-up games. But, uh, yeah, Jamie, we were just talking about uh, the reaction back here to Fiji. It was just astonishing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and, and, fair, and rightfully so. It was, um, it was a great performance by them. I, I, I don't know where you draw the line about how much this is about Fiji and how much this is about how bad England are. But at the same time, I think that Fiji, given their pull and, and, the, and, and the confidence they're taking out of that result, I think they could win their pull. I think they could go deep in this World Cup. I think that the draw have, have played a massive part and how good this Fijian team is playing, uh, alongside the guys I've got playing in the French uh, top league. Um, I'm really excited by this, this Fijian team, and the, Engle the reaction from the English journalists over here has been really, really massive. It's been... Um, they've completely written their team off, because at the moment, like, if you ask English rugby fans, they haven't... They're not even thinking that their team's going to get out of their group. <laughs> well, that would be that would be amazing. They they have uh, yes, you're right. They've got Argentina, Japan, Chile, and Samoa in their group, and Samoa weren't too bad either against Ireland, were they? Yeah, yeah, they kind of cooked it at the end there. Um, I I think that they'll learn from that and they'll know to be a bit more clinical uh, if they get a, a chance in the last sort of phase of the game against um, a good team like Ireland, but. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that looking at their pool, I think no one's really talking much about Argentina 
I, I, I think that they, they will be a very good shout for, for topping that group. And England's going to have a really rough time against Samoa. I, th- I think that they could really upset them and go through as the next qualifier in that group. Well, Jamie, well, it's been great catching up with you. We'll uh, let you go back and uh, catch up with those uh, Fijian players again. Outstanding to make yourself available at this hour on a Sunday night, Jamie. We really appreciate it and uh, a lot of reaction back home, as you can imagine. Have a terrific remainder of your evening and uh, travel safe to France, eh? Yeah, thanks, Matthew. I'll be having one for you, mate. Cheers.